0: What up, what up, what up, back at it again, another week, I'm here, I'm your host, Gabe That's Julian, he's my co-host over here, sitting to the side, he's, oh, he gotta fix his camera, oh my god.
1: Yeah, I had to fix it there for a second, I felt like it was too, like, one direction, there Hell we yeah. go. What's our going board, on, people? Going our boy
0: JoJo couldn't be here, obviously, he's, he's working overtime, man, he's making extra money, man, he's gotta, he's gotta cash up for all, all the bad bets that he's made, because he's out here talking yeah. about Heat and Seven. for his kids. He's talking about Heat and yeah. Seven, man, I'm like, yo yo that's ridiculous that's ridiculous but anyways let, let, let's not get into it um so we're in the middle of uh you know a lot of playoffs right here uh nhl playoffs nba playoffs i'm very excited because as a south florida fan julia i don't know about you i'm very excited that i actually have a team like i actually have a dog in the fight like i have teams that are making it interesting in the playoffs uh, uh how do you feel overall about like this kind of weekend like where uh where we're at like you know mid-may no yeah
1: it's really good if you're a miami fan i mean obviously you have Right now, the two big sports going on right now is the Florida Panthers and the Heat both, like, making runs in the playoffs, which is good. I mean, look, I haven't had a team really do anything in ever, so it's kind of nice to see, like, some some of my uh, teams starting to, like, actually make a push. Like, I mean, as long as I've been following the Panthers, they've never looked this good in the playoffs, so that's a good sign. The Heat, um, this is the probably the best they've looked in a while and at least in the past few years. So it's nice to kind of uh, see even the Marlins, man, they uh oh, off uh. to a, a, a not a bad start. I mean, they're pushing for wild cards so as so long they're, they're in the run. So as long as they keep this like kind of like I don't want to say consistency because they're not like playing amazing, but they're in the hunt as long as they can yeah. remain at that pace, you know, maybe by the time we get to September.
0: Things start getting a little
1: interesting, and,
0: and let me let me go off top too because we can talk about soccer as well. We can talk about our other podcast that you that you host exclusively, Julian. Uh, real fans FC. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of big news going on. You know, last week I saw you made the drop of the videos last week, so y'all should check that out, Julian. Tell them, can them tell them, what, kind of like uh, uh, what's going on with uh, Inter Miami, kind of just like uh, stuff. Like
1: that. No, yeah, I mean, uh, right now they're on a little bit of a winning streak after a real downer so hopefully i mean if you guys watch the show over there like inner miami kind of sold their soul for this whole messy thing so we'll see as time goes on right now everybody's kind of like in a more wait and see but uh speaking of the new podcast there's been a ton of support greatly appreciate it guys um the videos have been killing it videos also been killing it here we're just shy of 100 subscribers we're like super super close so i think the two shows has been really good for us you know kind of help Separating, gaining yeah. content and growing it and growing it more so uh reaching new audiences and it's actually been helping a lot so we're fat, growing faster than ever yes. so which is really good but uh yeah let's get into the um nfl man we're going to start it off here as you guys see in the title of this podcast schedule just dropped man yeah um so the schedules did drop as always every this is like the marketing team's super bowl this is where they come in and try to do something cool go viral do something awesome um i didn't get a chance to see all of them but i do have some that i actually like but gabe we'll start off with you what are the ones that you saw and you actually enjoyed and that were pretty cool.
0: Well, I had a few. Uh, first of all, my, my first comment is going to be like, I, I don't remember, you know, me growing up as a kid, you know, I, I knew the schedule release was definitely a thing. They, they did it in the middle of summer and it was just very like, bland, like there wasn't a, a whole to do. So uh, I like the fact that they're making it a, a spectacle, right? They're just doing, they're, they're trying to get, you know, like hype for the teams, especially, if, you, know, you know, coming off uh, the draft and stuff. Uh, so uh, you know, I think it's very, you know, exciting. It's, 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 it's a fun, like, you know, there's not any games being played, but somehow the NFL seems still to make news it's another it
1: way fun. to get talked about
0: man yeah yeah another way to get talked about all right listen i don't want to talk, about, can I talk all right so i've seen a lot of them i think the clear winner this year that has to be we have to i have to talk off the top i'm sorry i have to go for number one usually you want to okay. build it up to the like, five four three two one i have to okay, i think
1: you've seen more than i have i think you've seen more than i have so i'm um, a little bit
0: the one i like the most because you know there's a lot of pomp and circumstance there's a lot of acting you know a lot of teams they want to get you know former players or current players and and do a lot of stuff but the one i gotta talk about the most viral one that passed this year was the tennessee titans so we have to talk about the titans we gotta talk about titans I'm about to rip. like this was like one of the best things that they you know done especially since you know the, the, the very tumultuous season they had to trade away cmc uh a lot of players leaving uh you know very down and you know definitely a rebuild season and uh uh uh, well, I'm, Titans I'm, I'm, I'm mixing, CMC. I'm mixing, uh, I'm sorry. I'm the mixing blue? Up Tennessee <laughs> Titans is the blue. Tennessee Titans in the Carolina, I'm mixing shit up. Um, but yeah, I think the Tennessee Titans had definitely, hands down... The fucking best one. It was like a man on the street style. They just went out in the street, and we know uh, Tennessee. You know, uh, uh, you know Broadway. You know, very, it's very uh, known for like uh, people go there for weddings or bachelor parties, bachelorette parties. You know, very Artie in general. Yeah, very arty kind of. I don't know if you want to talk about. Uh, I don't know Austin in 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 the South, or whatever you want to consider Tennessee the South. Um, yeah, so it's very. Uh, Man on the Street, very, it reminds me of like Jim, Jimmy Kimmel does this. He does a lot of bits where he just asks people random questions. Like He'll show a picture of somebody and say, hey, do you know who this person is? Off-Rip, mm-hmm. Tennessee, probably the best one. Uh, Julian, I don't know how you how you felt about that video.
1: Yeah, the Tennessee one was pretty damn hilarious. the The fact that they were able, but the part that I about like died the most was the Colts. They calling the Colts yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah, like that part <laughs> killed me. And like it's uh, even watching it for the first time, it's like trying to figure out what they said. And then that hit my own team, the Jags. Said Chester Cheeto and. <laughs> and then somebody said that the team doesn't even exist (laughs) and it was the jags again and i was like of course they they target the jags is like the the ones they flame the hardest but no it was really good and it was honestly perfect for social media obviously vertical video like it was short enough like it was super shareable yeah a lot of the other ones you know i mean it can get a little longer um i like that one, I'm not gonna lie. That one's my favorite. Even as a Jaguar fan, like that Tennessee killed it. At least as from the ones I saw, I did see the Chargers went with the anime route again, which yeah, is pretty they did cool. Anime again. Um, I thought, um, the Broncos one was good because I'm just an Office fan at heart. I love the Office, and like to kind of see the homage that they did to like the Office was pretty cool with Peyton Manning as like the boss, and they brought like Angela back and everything. That was awesome. But, like, man, I, I don't want to sound like a, a biased. I don't want to sound biased or like a homer or nothing. You, but oh, I thought the, Jagu- about I thought about the Jaguars it. one was awesome. Like, I thought that one was awesome because of the way they included the players in it. And I thought the players killed it. I thought they really did a good job. Did you watch the Jaguars
0: one? I did see the Jaguars one. I think the, it, was, it was fine. It was like whatever. A lot of, here's the thing. Here's, I, I will
1: say I do think it went a little too long. Yeah. I, th- I did thought the Jaguars one went a little too long. Um, and when they brought out Andrew Wingard, which is like our one of our special teams players, backup safety to like act as Trevor Lawrence, that shit. like that one was for the fans because like unless you're a Jaguar fan, no one really knows who Andrew Andrew Wingard is. Like everybody roasts this man forever. like he was always getting burnt. He's terrible, but yeah, he plays so well on special teams. So when they had him play <laughs> a stunt double for Trevor Lawrence, absolutely like had me busting out laughing and just like and then they had Shad Khan in there. They brought in the Hall of Famer Tony Baselli. The like I I thought they did a really good job. I think my only complaint to it was that it was went a little longer than it probably should have. But like I thought the players even did a great job. Like even talking to Zay Jones and like all that that shit was great to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, okay, so like I said Titans, number one, you know why? Because it was raw, it was real. Unscripted, you don't know what the people are going to say. And obviously, they're going to pick, obviously, the funny ones. But these are, like, real answers. Like, people are just out there, they're like, oh, I don't know. You know how long <laughs> that probably took? <laughs> oh, it probably didn't take that long. I mean, how many people do you think watch? You think? Tennessee With Tennessee being, you know... I mean obviously they But I feel you know, like logos are so simple. Like I just feel like people just no, kinda know logos. But not, like, listen, man. You think see, because we're in the bubble. Bro, we're when in the she sports said bubble.
1: Eagles, Eagle, when she said Eagles, <laughs> Eagles, Eagles to the Seahawks, like <laughs> <laughs> the, the Pittsburgh Seahawks, the, the Pittsburgh Eagles, the, the Seahawks. See, but that's great
0: though. It's like fuck. It's like, you know, sometimes yeah, you no, know, it's good to just watch I don't know.
1: I mean, like, I guess in my head, like I've been around people who don't know sports, yeah. but still like can get the come on. Listen for the most, they can get the the logos for the most part. You, like for listen, the most,
0: part. you you and you and your girl, like is she really into football? I know you, you're into it, but like when you're watching it on Sundays, like is she like in there? She with She doesn't you, watch like, it, but watch she the knows
1: the logos. Yeah, like if she knows it? Like if she sees the Colts, she knows it's the Colts. Like out of like, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> oh, I can see her maybe getting confused on like maybe the Seahawks ones, like but.
0: I just I love know, the like, idea of people that don't give a damn about sports trying to talk about sports <laughs> and, like, just getting it <laughs> but all But then wrong. they get the Titans at the end,
1: obviously, because they're from Nashville. So it's like they yeah. get the Titans one at the end. But
0: I think there's a guy on TikTok. Yeah. There's a guy on TikTok who goes, he interviews, like, Man on the Street. He interviews people. He asks them questions, and he asks for their answer. And, you know... Uh, oh, I've seen
1: him on YouTube. And he'll like, he would be like, say, the
0: whatever they say, he'll be like, yes. So, like, one time he asked, who was the first president... Oh my god, he asked this was terrible. It was one time he asked, Who was the first president of the United States? And one guy was like, George Floyd? And he was like, Yes. <laughs> I was like, Yo, <laughs> my god. so bad. So bad. But you know, obviously they, they pulled away. Broncos I think, you know, Broncos was nice. It was, it was funny, but I felt like if they had more more of the people in there from the office. It, it, well
1: what what's uh what's what's your uh Sleeper, I guess, so like, oh, what's, what's some other top ones that another liked? thing
0: I liked, even though it was more scripted? Uh, it was funny though. I liked the Chicago Bears one, the Chicago Bears one. They have one where they're pretty much cooking, they're like cooking food. They're you know, uh, I think uh, uh Spice, Spice Adams was in there. Spice Adams is a guy I follow on Twitter, he's hilarious as hell. Um, uh, I, I like the Chicago Bears one. Um, you want to talk about homerism? You talk about your Jack. Let me talk about my dolphins. It was absolutely terrible. They did something with that the one movie was theater terrible. That God one was so awful. bad. That was so bad. I watched. It that had nothing one to do with Miami. A, had nothing. I don't know what like the it hell. It had nothing
1: to do with football or. It didn't even have a theme like movie. I guess the was theme a movie was movie theme, theater. But, but why this But year, like why? the movie theater, that's not like a theme. Like, like at least like. To the Chargers one, even though anime has nothing to do with football, like I could see how you can utilize the characters and like, you know, use the action of football and kind of implement it with the two. But like the whole movie theater thing was so like
0: lame. That's so bad. It was so, so bad. It was
1: so bad. Like, listen, I will say, though, and and then, not to go back to the Jaguars one, but like I don't like and the Jaguars did it. I don't like it when they don't actually like name drop the actual games in order.
0: Oh, yeah. When you they know what I
1: mean? like well no they don't say anything and then they just put it at picture. the schedule right at the end yeah. they just put the picture at the end but they don't say anything leading up to it and i thought i don't know if it was like last year um with the carolina panthers they got like the darnold coin the darn coins or whatever it, like throughout their like workshop meeting they were actually like kind of naming out the weeks and i was like you know the jags they could have done like something like that like look if you're going to play this role as like the nfl being scripted and there's a writers room why not like go week by week of like yeah. ideas of how to script the games like i don't like to me that was like right there for the taking and they didn't do it they kind of went back to last year of like script but i guess you can't really i don't know i guess cuz you don't know what the games are going to be so you can't really script them out yeah. for
0: me for me like you know the thing the problem with the Miami Dolphins one with the movie theater whole thing i was like yo I'd i i didn't even, even finish it i no, didn't even finish you it can't. like it's so bad it's so bad like, it was <laughs> um like show show miami like show like uh, uh, you know me being away from home now i live in texas now i live in austin um you know show show pieces of miami like you know show something vibrant show something fun uh, uh colorful uh, yeah, yeah Yeah, colorful something you know maybe a little spot you know a little spice a little latin a little south florida flavor and, you know now there's just like a movie theater it's like it's so generic like any like what that's, that can what be anywhere stuff, you yeah. Know. yeah
1: but the Dolphins, there's ones always suck. Like, I've never seen one where I'm like, this is good. Like, they're always mediocre. They're never even, like, all right. They're all, like, mediocre. And I feel like you do, like, such, like, cool shit with the city and, like, you do, like, nothing. Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah it's so so disappointing so disappointing so uh those were a couple let me let me see if i go down the list Uh i mean, obviously the
1: bears uh, one then if you like that
0: one that yeah one. I, I did like the bear one cuz i felt like i said I, that felt more homey like they're 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 cooking food over they're talking about orders you know it felt like oh we're you know chicago people like that's a chicago reference that chicago people would get and i'm like okay yeah i i understand that reference um mm-hmm.
1: uh you know it's like something only the people the fans in the city would understand yeah
0: yeah, yeah. and i but, do
1: i do like that like you know
0: but yeah, the the Jags, I was like, uh whatever. Uh Dolphin's really, you didn't like that? I actually
1: oh, really man. liked that. It had it and even the Jag ones got a lot of good reviews for it. A lot of people liked that one because it was like that whole thing of trending like during the playoffs of the NFL being scripted. And yeah, I yeah. thought all the players and everybody killed it. Yeah. I mean so, our fucking beat writer was like, Yeah, I write on my articles in August and then I just like do nothing till December. <laughs> <It's>
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> <it's> like <that. laughs> But let's talk talk about the actual game. So now that we know all the schedules out or whatever, let's talk about the actual primetime games, Julian, uh, if you want to pull it up. Okay. Uh, uh, and this is, right, about, so this uh, is the official is games from, that, we, like, that we're interested in. All
1: right. So this is the, according to the NFL, obviously there's primetime games every week, so I don't want to go through all of them. I went through an article to determine who, that what they think is the top nine. This is from NFL.com. So give me... Two seconds to pull this up. Even though nine is kind of a weird uh, number. Yeah. Just make sure no videos are playing. Sometimes, you know, those sites yeah, like yeah. to do that shit. We're, we're not trying annoying. to
0: get DCMA. We're not trying to get it shut down. <laughs> Have we cursed yet? I don't think we've cursed yet. Let's not curse. I heard yeah, yeah, not, not supposed curse to curse in the first ten minutes or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's uh, already it's fifteen uh, minutes. We're good now. <laughs>
0: But here, right. here's the thing uh, about here we schedule. Go. Okay, here we go. You got it? All right.
1: All right. Let's just go. All right. So let's what they ranked time. nine was since All right. I will say I already briefly, like, went through this. This list is fucking egregious. Like, and you'll see. Trust me. You'll see, Gabe. So, like, rank nine, they put Cincinnati Bengals at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Listen. That's a really good matchup. Two top teams in the AFC. But then right after that, they yeah. put the this Detroit Lions and this the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, the, I, I was immediately, as soon as I saw Detroit this Lions. This is and, fraudulent list. Fraudulent. <laughs> <laughs> and, no, no, it gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> then this, the Baltimore Ravens and the 49ers. I mean, that's a NFC, good game. Maybe,
0: possibly. You know, obviously, big that's story. Big, with,
1: but, is it, but is it better than Burrow Lawrence? Like, I, yeah. to me, it's not. I and mean, with this, and it's a I mean, week 16 and game. And I'm
0: going to be trying to. Week yeah. sixteen, like come
1: on. I guess that could be. It can mean something, yeah. Oh, it's Christmas Day. Oh. oh, Christmas on Monday. Look at that. I did not know that. Dallas Cowboys at Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, All that's right. that, that's I always. I can, gonna... I can get it, yeah, because it's like a huge rivalry matchup. To division rivalry. Where... Yeah, and it's probably going to have a lot of uh, playoff implications into yes. it. I mean, you're talking about December game.
0: Tevin hurts um, resigning big contract.
1: Five, Buffalo Bills at Cincinnati Bengals. Week nine. Um, I get this one. This is a good game. Yeah, November 5th, you know, week nine. Solid game. Solid midweek game. Then the Dallas Cowboys in the 40. You know what the thing is with a lot of the Cowboys and the Niners stuff? is like, are we sure that these two teams are going to be good? Yeah. Like, like, do we know Brock Purdy is going to take that next step? You know what I mean. And then every time Dak has a good season, it's followed by a bad season. So it's like, yeah. well, these—if you and, look at—and the- and, and obviously, like, you know, the Cowboys, America's yeah. team, blah blah blah, whatever. They're always going to have like half their fucking games are prime time. They're always on at night. Everybody yeah. loves the Cowboys. Apparently, totally
0: not me. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> you either you either a Cowboys fan, and if you're not a Cowboys fan, you hate the Cowboys. Yeah. It's not just their rivals everybody okay. hates. But it's like, I mean, look who who the fucking Cowboys but- show that's on this list. But like
0: two story, for, I would say two. If you look at the Super Bowl history, two story franchises. There've been a lot of Super Bowls. If you look at the history, of the NFL, whatever yada yada. Um, you know, I'm maybe more interested in the 49ers more than the Cowboys, but you know, we'll see. It's week five, to so, me so it's, it's kind of like, early on.
1: Yeah, I guess to me, it's like we don't know. Like the Niners have been boring as hell like these past few years. I think they're hoping on that Brock Purdy's like inter- entertaining. And like I said, Cowboys, it's like one year they're yeah. like deep but, playoff run, and next year they fall apart. But then let's yeah. go to the next one. This one, Super Bowl rematch. Yeah, rematch. I don't know why the fuck Definitely. this is not first. Yeah. I do not understand why it's not first. This is literally a rematch at Kansas yeah. City in November Late. 20th.
0: Late in the like, season. So week 11, you know, they're going to be season. You know, whether we have injuries this whatever. This is blasphemy. Teams are going to get, yeah. Like, like
1: we rank three? Like, are you serious? Like, are you kidding me? I don't even know what's after this one. This is actually going to be kind of a shock. Kansas City at the New York Jets
0: again. Honestly, higher Kansas.
1: I I get the whole Aaron Rodgers thing.
0: That's that's the thing, Kansas. That's the thing. It's less about the Jets. It's more about the city (laughs) of New York and more about Aaron Rodgers. The the, less about New York
1: market. Yeah. And but it's like if we're talking about pure matchups, like no, how is the Super Bowl rematch? Not on there.
0: And week like, four too. Uh, I don't know about you. Week I, I think four. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I told you about this too. Like teams. The first four weeks, I, I you know, I'm, I'm not gonna have strong opinions about anything. I need to see like four or five weeks of teams to get an idea of like no who's who, who's who. Uh, you know, uh, what's their scheme? What's what's their identity? The season really starts about like week four, week five. The first couple of weeks, I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hyperventilate about a win or a loss on a team. I'm like, okay, they play well. Let's see what they do well. You know, when I get midseason to later in the season, that's when I like concentrating more. I can, I can have a better idea of like who's gonna win. But week four, you know, this is, this is, you know, this is marketing. You know, 101 I guess. You get a big market team, yeah. a big market player versus you know Super Bowl champion, two time Super Bowl champion, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes
1: mvp yeah. it, you know
0: this is more marketing shit you know they're trying to get all right you
1: know. if we had to guess who's number one just the teams like who do you think it is
0: uh oh it's gonna be kansas city i'm always gonna pick kansas city
1: you think kansas no i'm talking about like like, like this is ranked this is second best ranked game oh do, what's what the next game teams are yeah
0: the two teams oh man if you pass philly kansas city I don't know, bro. It's going to be. It's got to be a Cowboys. Let me talk through this. Let me talk through this. Let me talk through this in my brain. All right. Who's a big market player? Maybe a young player, brand new, maybe got drafted or recently drafted. Is it going to.
1: Oh. I don't even think it's going to be that.
0: It's going to be. Don't say the Broncos. Is the Broncos in it, don't. don't say it's going
1: to. I don't know. I don't know. My guess. It's the fucking Cowboys of some sort. Do the Cowboys play the Chiefs? They've if already put that that the Cowboys twice. At. They're going
0: to put the Cowboys a third time.
1: Yeah, probably. I'm not surprised. I wouldn't right, be surprised. Let's find out together. Let's find out They've together,
0: find right, out together and go. try to figure three, out this logic.
1: Three, two, one. Bills at Jets. Wow. Uh, <laughs> the new okay. In- battle of the state of new york
0: i wouldn't put that this one. is a
1: this is I, a good matchup but no it it's not one. number one no this not is, not, is philly, not number one at all city not really kansas
0: city uh, yeah because you know it's a lot of you know in philly it's gonna be a lot of a we know they're one of the best fan bases they very positive you know they don't cuss at other people they're very good fans of Philly. so
1: <laughs> the city um, of brotherly love some
0: <laughs> brotherly love some say uh <laughs> So, no way. This is you know. It's like this is a nice matchup. It's a divisional matchup. Two big teams. It's a good Buffalo, matchup. Buffalo Bills. They're trying to you know go deep in the playoffs. That's their that's their thing. Is like they always get close. Oh, you know, got too close. Hold up. What's up?
1: I get it. I mean, I'm reading the description now. It's on September 11th in New York, week one.
0: Nah. What I think the that's kind of what
1: on on ABC. Well, it's I mean, New York on September 11th. Nine uh, Eleven.
0: Week one, again, I'm not a. We early heard it
1: here first. Gabe doesn't care about 9 11. <laughs> he oh, thinks wow. it's a fraud. Put that slander thinks, on me. Put that
0: slander he
1: thinks me. it's a fraud. No, Listen, but I think that's why. But like, even so, like, if we're talking about like just pure, like, team on team. Like, this is a good matchup, but number one, like, come on. Like, it's no, a Super Bowl. Like, so, I think they're putting a lot of weight into week one, and it's like 9 11, New York, I don't, Aaron Rodgers, like, all this. Other.
0: All right, again, going into to the way I view games. The first couple weeks, you know, obviously they're trying to make it exciting. These are two big teams. Bills, obviously, being a playoff team, you know, they always get close, but they never go all the way, you know what I mean? It's always, like, fly too close to the sun, they melt away. And now the Jets being, you know, the Jets actually have a good team and, and they have a good roster. You know, hopefully the running back's coming back uh, off that injury with Aaron Rodgers. They should be set up well. So it is a good matchup in general because it's a divisional matchup. You have big names uh, on both teams. Um you know just I will say really too, I think defense.
1: I think a part of it as well is like we're gonna see Aaron Rodgers in a new uniform ever for the first time, and it's week one and it's against the Bills. I think that's kind of another logic where they're putting into it. It's like, all right, now we're actually going to see him for the yeah. first time, and a lot of people probably are like super interested in, like you said, the market and everything. So, you it's know, like,
0: you know what, I would like to see, I would like to see, you know, because me, like I said, I like to watch the first three four weeks and then i get an idea of like what the team is the t- team identity like let's play non-divisional uh, uh games the first couple weeks you know obviously there's gonna be important games if you play within the conference um non-divisional games between like early on just to you know get the guys out there and see and then if you want to spring on a bills versus jets you know like week four week five you know week four week five to me that makes more sense, like cause then I'm like, okay, they played a little bit. I saw how they play and now now they're actually playing a, a, a divisional game that makes sense. I don't know. For for week one, like I said, I'll watch that game. I'll take away stuff, but it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hyperventilate. I'm not I'm not gonna look at like week sixteen was like, oh look at that game, week whatever, week one when they play. I mean, like, we, gonna we be, I mean there's different there's different uh you know, there's cycles of the season. You obviously when you have injuries, people are not gonna show up. You know, there gonna be people injured before the season starts, there's gonna be people in the middle of the season, people and in uh injured at the end of the season.
1: I think it's just how it is. Like, you know, you always play your division opponent week one. Like that's yeah. just like the rule of thumb. So I'm guessing you guys are playing the Patriots, I'm assuming. Uh, if I, they're I, playing I, each I, other. Let me grab the schedule I mean, that, again. That, it, ha, it, ha, it has to be. I mean, if the Dolphins have to be playing the Patriots. Because I know that you always play your divisional opponent week one. It is kind of a weird thing that they do. But I, it's, just, it's just a thing that they've done as long as I can remember. Um, But, yeah. Outside of um, the first game of the year. Normally, like the first game of the year, I've noticed is that they don't usually put you against your um, divisional opponent. But they gen, generally, they try to for some reason. One way or another, I don't know how to kind of set the bar for the division like off the rip. So,
0: yeah, I so know. But, just as a note, uh, let me just real quick, uh, just to back up what you said, uh, the Dolphins play at the Chargers, except, except Sunday, September 10th, at Chargers, and then they play oh, at that. New England, at New England, uh, week two. Uh, so, maybe this is a Jag things, like I feel like
1: we played the Colts. Or the all Titans, done. the first game of the year, all the fucking
0: time. Yeah. All, no, all we, do that, like, we do that. We do that in the year with the Patriots. End of the year, the the last couple games is always Jets. You always Patriots. play the Patriots. Uh, like week 16, well, yeah, week 17. I know 17. that. Yeah. Well, I know
1: that. Like week 17 always ends in a divisional matchup to kind of yeah. get like like what happened last year for the Jags and Titans. Like when our winner, winner takes all goes to the playoffs, they usually yeah. always, we always play
0: the Patriots. And yeah. of the year, we always whip their ass at the end of the
1: year. But I always thought it was the beginning and the end. I always thought like, you always play a divisional opponent at the end and a division opponent in the beginning. But I guess that's just like from what yeah. I've seen. Like, it's always do, the Jags. Do you prefer we always play that? the fucking Colts.
0: Do you prefer that, Julian? Like, do you prefer playing the Colts week one? Or is that like, you, I you usually hate the Colts week so much one. I don't, I don't have to play the week, week
1: one. one. Week one, I don't care. At the end of the year, I want to face a divisional opponent because I want to have like the ball in my court. Like, Confirmation I want, of like, like, I want to I, like I want to be good. able to like what happened last year to like the, Like, you know, like. It's up to us, like you know. It's like, all right, we're playing the Titans. This is a winner take all game, versus like we're playing random team not in our division in another conference, versus they play another team in the random division in another conference. So it's like, no, I do feel like the division should be won by like the two teams going up against each other. So like to me, that makes sense. The beginning of the year, I don't even fuck. I'll take the easy dub against the Colts though because they're trash. Oh, so I'll, 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 I'll put it I'll down. I'll take the
0: guarantee. Guarantee. Right, but teams,
1: uh, team, uh, talk about some of the international games. So we got five international games this year. Seems like every year they tend to add more and more. I'll pull it up right now. So this time we have three London games, but we also have two games in Germany. As we all know, the game in Germany last year was a massive, massive yeah. success. Yeah. I think I think it was I think it was probably the best better than London international. Yeah, I think it's way better than London. I think the German fans in general, as somebody who watches, like, world soccer, like, everybody knows, like, Germany has, like, the best atmosphere, one of the best atmospheres in the world for sports. It's insane. And it was really cool to kind of see that be brought to American football. I've always felt like Germany matches American football more. I always felt like, in general, our cultures match more with Germany, um... So I'm not surprised at all, and everybody leading up to that game was saying that, like, oh, that game's going to be wild in Munich. But uh, this time, they're actually doing it in another city in Germany, which is Frankfurt. Um, so now this is officially the third city in Europe that they're actually playing a game, because you know, normally it's always London. Realistically, London's, like, the only major city, big market in England. But now they're doing a, another city in Europe, in Frankfurt. So I'm curious to see how those fans are, if they're anything like... Frankfurt, the soccer team, the, that fan base, we're going to see another crazy game. Um, and obviously, they're getting a great matchup. Um, I think the Colts-Patriots matchup is kind of whack. That's going to suck. But the dolphins Chiefs game is going to be pretty good. Yeah, that should be fun. Um, it looks like Dolphins are missing a home game this year because of this. Um, and yeah. then the, to- the talk of the town, the Jags are getting two games in London this year. Of course Luckily, only one's a home game, one's an away game. So you're still Jags. They're both away games. Still- Come
0: on. Yeah. All games are away games. When you have to fly across. No, but what I'm saying is it counts. At- yeah. well,
1: what I'm saying is it, it counts as-, as a as a way. So that therefore you still get more actual home games because I know Prior to COVID, they talked about these two games in Europe, and a lot of Jaguar fans were really pissed about that because it's like, all right, now you're taking another home game away from us and oh, yeah, still the increasing our to see. season tickets. Okay, yeah. yeah, so it works out that they're making one of them an away game because now you're not taking a home game away from them. And also, in a way, I think this gives the Jags more of a home game because the, the fan support in London has been steadily growing throughout the years. Obviously, it's been about 10 years now that they've been going every single year. Um, so this is going to kind of feel like two home games for the jazz one at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and then one at Wembley. <coughs> yeah.
0: But you um, know what? You know what I so- feel like? I feel like, you know, with, you know, I feel like with the teams going – overseas you know especially with my dolphins and now you have two you know you have two international games i feel like we you know if there's international you know if there's fans internationally and they you know they're fans of the jag a lot of fans of the dolphins whatever like we get to feel what they feel like when they watch the games like i'm sure they're going to pubs and stuff and and, you know they're watching football games and you know I, i like that experience of like oh it's my team but they're not here it, they're not here on the home field, but, you know, I kind of get that experience of, like, what they feel like when they watch football in an Aussie. So, I, I, to me, that's that's kind of cool. I, I understand, like, if you have, you know, season ticket fans, I understand how that feels like, oh, you're taking away a home game and whatever. Um, but I, I think it's super cool, man. I and mean, you, you look at the list, a lot of teams are East Coast teams. These are all East Coast teams. Uh, maybe the furthest is the Colts and maybe Kansas City or the furthest mm-hmm. west as we go. So, and, and that's kind of what I expected. Like, these are all, you know, uh, I, maybe it might he- be. Atlanta might be – it might have been their second or third – I think Atlanta's gone international before, but not a lot – not compared to the Jags or the I think think
1: Atlanta's for sure have gone international to London. It's probably been a while. I don't know how recently it was. Um, I will say the one cool thing – so like – and I've I've noticed when people were talking about it who went to the games or like all the reporters that covered the game and stuff. It's like the whole pregame type of festivities in Europe is done so differently than here because, you know, here – it's all about the tailgates. You know, we have stadiums built in the suburbs with massive parking lots and to where you have to drive to it. You know what I mean? So it's like, we kind of, because of that, we've built this culture of like getting to the game early tailgating outside the back of your car In Europe because cities aren't necessarily built like ours. Like they have, you know, better public transportation yeah. and cities are, I mean, the stadiums are built in the cities and stuff. So the very common thing to do in Europe is like, everybody goes to the pubs, like right in front of the stadium yeah, yeah. and gets drunk, hammered right in front of the stadium. And then walks right over to the, yeah. the thing. And like, even like if you watch like the pregame, like people going to the Munich game, it was like, there wasn't, I mean, there's like parking there. So the Munich stadium was, it's a little bit outside of the city and there's nothing else around it. So like, but it has a train stop. So like everybody's getting drunk and like getting on the train and they're on the train drunk. And then you just see like fans start flooding in from the train station, walking towards the stadium And I'm like, that's kind of cool. And you can see like how you can bring in some of those elements from like world football to American football, like the March, you know, like that's that's a big thing over there's like the March because everybody walks to the stadium. So uh, it's pretty cool to kind of see like the two like cultures kind of like combined with one another. I do think it's a little disappointing. Um, One. No Mexico game this year. Mexico games get a ton of support, and I think they should. I think yeah, maybe NFL feels comfortable man. with that market. My guess, they maybe feel comfortable like, hey, me- there's there's already a Mexican football league in general down there. You know, that's kind of a growing thing. Um, I am a little surprised. No Spain game because I know last year they talked a lot about having a Spain game. Um, one, because uh, NFL already has the Spanish broadcasting infrastructure to then put a Spain game over there. You already have the commentators. You have all, you know, every NFL game is broadcasted in Spanish. They have their own pregames and everything. So like people, a lot of people thought it'd be a seamless fit to have a game over there in Spain, maybe play in Barcelona, Madrid. So a little surprised not to see that. Um, and also surprised about seeing them not, uh, to do Frankfurt and not, um, stay in Munich or maybe do like Germany, but yeah. nonetheless, um, we're going to see it more. Um, this does bring to the second topic, uh about international games and you know i realized that we never really talked about this last year was after the success of the germany game um roger or maybe it was before one of the two uh roger goodell was asked the question of can you see a future where nfl puts a division into europe and like I kind of want to get to your thoughts. Like, what do you think the end game is with these international games? Do you see division? Do you see two divisions? Do you see NFL expand to forty teams and maybe split up a little bit more? Like, what 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 do you see the end game of all this?
0: I mean, the the biggest thing. Listen, uh, the biggest thing. I, I think this is definitely growing the game. When you're talking about having international games, you're trying to grow grow the fans, right? Uh, trying to have international fans as far yeah, I think as the as far as the logistics of having 17 weeks and w- what are you talking about you're talking about the 49ers flying to London like those are two major cities but like what what is that on the body I th- I think it, it's a it's a pipe dream right we we had the European League I remember playing you know I remember playing Madden like 05, five4 whatever. yeah I have had the it. European have League
1: <laughs> on my Gamecube I have Madden yeah. 03 on my Gamecube right we next to the me European League the sea me and Jojo actually played it uh, the Euro <laughs> yeah. League.
0: Um, so uh, you know, I think that's a pipe dream. Maybe maybe one day, but like literally the logistics of like day to day, you know, it's it's good for the eastern, you know, the East Coast teams because. It's the easiest of to do that long flight, and you know when you go international, you know they they like to do to do stuff for the players. Like they go out there and they they visit stuff, and you know it's a good experience to have, like to visit, because you know you're not there a lot. So you know whatever the four, whatever the six or eight games that they're playing out there, you know you want to give them an experience like, oh, this was fun. I remember when we went to Frank's. Remember when we went to Wembley Stadium. Uh, that's fun. But the actual logistics of like every week a team is going to fly to London every week. Uh, I, I think that's that's, that's going to be a tough that's going to be a tough idea well, to sell.
1: well that's kind of the idea with the division aspect is like do we like obviously if they're, I don't think they're going to it's not going to be one permanent team out there I don't think yeah. that's how it's going to work it's going to be when it, you get a permit it's not going to be a permanent one team it's going to be a division and honestly I can possibly see two divisions and then NFL goes up to 40 teams I can quite honestly see that, like, very realistically. I do not see... Obviously, you're not going to get a West Coast to Germany. Like, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Maybe, like, the schedule makers can work it out to where, you know, maybe a Europe team spends a month in the United States and then a month of games at home. And in that month of the United States, you know, they play an East Coast game, a Midwest game, a West game, and maybe they come back to the East Coast game. Also, too... Um, a lot of the talk, and obviously a lot of investment of those uh, supersonic jets. Have you the supersonic planes? I don't know if you've yeah. heard about that. About United, I think talking about having those into service in twenty twenty nine, and I'm sure NFL is looking at that as a possibility of like because I think those planes, those are just those commercial planes. I think they estimate New York to London in three and a half hours, which is faster than getting to from um, the East Coast to the West Coast. Um, so maybe the NFL is waiting for that technology to catch up before they fully enforce it. I kind of see the aspect of, I don't even think one division is going to work. I think they're going to go two divisions and they're going to bring this thing up to 40. Um, because I think the NFL knows one. I think they're tapped out of the American market. I don't think they can go anymore. I mean, America, the American football is the biggest sport in this country. Awesome. Football. Yeah, but like, there's still fans there. there. There, there's no reach to that. Like, yeah, you you put a team there, but there's no like actual like. The, there's already a fan base there. There's already football fans in yeah. Austin. It's not an untapped market of where you're trying to expand something new. So, and look, they 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 see the success of what we see in world football, in Europe, the massive stadiums, all the money, all the revenue, FIFA, all this stuff. How big it really is. And the NFL knows that you know they're the behind the eight ball when it comes to like all even other American sports. I mean, we saw the World Baseball Classic. We uh, yeah. we see the Olympics and basketball every year. Like we're seeing countless European athletes in the NBA. Uh, obviously, soccer growing in this country. Like NFL knows, it's like for them to keep up or even stay ahead, they have to start reaching out to other countries. Have to start building so, infrastructure there, and. But-
0: what, what I want to interject with, like I said, growing the game is fine. If you're trying to find new fans internationally, like going international, because right now, you know, the schedule as it is, we're going international in the middle of the season. Like, I'm fine with if they want to go international, if they want to have a complete, like, preseason internationally, like, like you said, you know, uh, you mentioned Mexico, like how I think that was a big thing, right? Because the big with California, Mexico, they had, I think, the Raiders, was it the Raiders? The Raiders played down there with another team, maybe it might have been Kansas City or something. Um, uh, so, so, you know, uh, that's definitely missed. but you know realistically logistically why aren't they expanding north why aren't they going to canada why aren't they going to mexico to to have a team there that that is more realistic you know or i don't know if you want to go even more crazy to go to panama a team have a, there? have a, have, a, have a panamanian team i mean the time zone doesn't mix up obviously there's still travel but it's going to be less than uh it's going to be less than uh well, going o- uh, you know, overseas going to germany uh well, if you're looking realistically thing- instead of europe like I
1: said, I think I, I think to Buffalo has always flirted with the idea of going to Toronto. I think the thing is with Canada, it's like I said, it's a market that already likes football. They already watch the NFL. I think NFL really wants to go to a place where it's like unconquered territory. Like football is already the biggest sport in Canada. Yeah. Football's not the biggest sport in Mexico, but there's still a ton of fans there. Yeah. And I think having a team permanently in Mexico due to economic restraints, like you can only charge so much for tickets. I think they want to generally kind of stay in, like, more developed countries. Um, And I think that's going to be one. If they were to ever put a team in Europe, I think the ticket price thing is going to be a big deal Um, because at least from what I've seen from World Soccer, like, there's a lot of caps and a lot of countries set caps and government, city government set caps on how much these teams can price tickets. Um, So generally, like, you can find, like, a huge matchup, like, rivalry derby matchup for way cheaper than what we see at these NFL games. Like the, like that $150 like ticket for nosebleed. That's just not going to fly in Europe. Like that's just, it's, it's not like people are not going to pay that. People are going to protest. People have protested for like raising in ticket prices, what we pay for food. And um, I think the NFL can get away with it now because like the games are treated as like big events. You know what I mean? Like one time big events. But if you have a permanent team there, I think one, the travel, everybody wants to talk about the travel, but I think there's a lot of other cultural things that the NFL has to conquer. One understanding the fan culture and handling it. We're seeing it now in F1 that like F1, they always wanted the football fan culture added to like their fans. And now they're getting that true authentic aspect of it where it's very rowdy and very like crazy and they don't like it. I don't know how well the NFL teams are going to handle that. And then also the ticket pricing type of aspect. Like maybe they do get away with it. I think I, but I think travels one aspect, but I think just the idea of all the hurdles you have to jump through of like
0: another thing. Yeah. That, that's do. what I want to say. So when I say, you know, we're dealing the fan- with the EU, When when I say growing the fan base, what I'm talking about is the NFL, the corporate NFL, the, you know, the INC, the whatever, corporation of NFL, growing the fan base. So maybe, you know, they get more fans, they can sell sell the NFL to international markets, right? Better. Uh, They can get more fans to watch. Now, the actual logistics of getting a team internationally, that's gonna be like you said, it's gonna you're dealing with international laws, right? Because uh, you know, during COVID, maybe Florida was open, but Japan, they shut all that shit down. So if you want to put a team over there, or same thing with Canada, you wanna put a team over there? Same thing with the EU. You wanna put a team over there? You gotta deal with the international laws and their regulations. And let's say, oh uh, you know, you have teams, players, they're not vaccinated, vaccinated, whatever that you know the the when you start getting to the logistics of it it gets a little choppy. So that's why I say, you know, I'm a fan of playing internationally to spread the game to fans, right? As the corporation spreading it to fans, getting more fans, because then you can sell the T V rights and licensing to other internationals. But primarily it's it's an American sport, you know, mm-hmm. uh I think you should keep it within house. That's why I say it's probably mm-hmm. it's probably more realistic to go to Canada and Mexico that's easier to expand to than going across to europe. i understand they play games over say, there, but you know, it's probably more realistic to to be keep it on uh in north america.
1: i will say this though, i do think to actually grow the game and not make it just a spectacle type of thing, i do think you have to have a team there. i think you have to have a team there. You have to set up academies to like find players, which they're already starting to do in germany. um Germany's actually already had a couple of like German players in the NFL. I think to actually truly grow the game and actually get fan base and not just treat it like a concert. Damn Gabe, (laughs) you got like 50 alarms, but not to treat it like a concert like you have to physically have a team there that's there in and out that that people can actually support because like i said band culture runs very deep there like people want to like it's it have somebody that represents their neighborhood and i or their city and neighborhood and it's like i think if they really want to grow there it has to be a permanent team that's why i really don't think it's going to be one division i think it's going to be two and we're probably not going to see it until like 2030 when who knows? Those planes can go over there like super fast, and maybe it's a, no longer there's a non-issue.
0: Um, I think that's more of a thing to deal with, like you know, that's like ten years from now. Like uh, that's uh, you know, that's maybe well, that's, a possibility. That's, that's, that's an option gonna maybe take. later on. You know what I mean? That's and that's maybe why an I
1: think it's going to be a very long time before they actually put another team over there. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I think I really think they're like you know they're waiting for like this prospect of like logistics being easier to handle. To me, it, like. I really think it's like all the other stuff of like having an actual team in Europe is where it's going to get like super, super tough. But I do think at the end of the day, they have to have a team there to actually grow support, an actual fan base. Like we're starting to see it with Jaguar fans in London because of the fact that they're constantly there, always there. If you want to see football, you see the Jaguars. Now you're actually starting to foster like a fan base there. Having the Dolphins
0: that's good individually every for the Jaguars, years, and individually, it's yeah. good for the Jaguars. But I think, you know, especially since I go to well, London, it's good not. for
1: the NFL. I think it's good for the Jaguars, yes, yeah. first and foremost. But secondly, it's good for the NFL because now the NFL has a fan base that's
0: and and
1: there that actually follows when teams. they
0: play in London, you know if you see a lot of the... it's so funny because there's not you know there are jaguar fans in london but especially a lot of dolphins fans going yeah. back to the 70s but if you see the the actual fans they're wearing you they're wearing anything nfl they're wearing uniforms even though it's, let's say it's jaguars dolphins they're wearing uh they're wearing uh, New York Giants jerseys. They're wearing Kansas City jerseys. They're wearing uh, Arizona jerseys. They're wearing all kinds of jerseys just to represent the NFL because you know they like the spectacle yeah. of the NFL. It's like some. It's like a piece of America. It's like a piece of America coming to London, and you know they yeah. just see the spectacle of it all.
1: So and you see uh, you see a lot of like military fans go out there just like their one chance to kind of like yeah those are the you know yeah,
0: obviously there's a little piece of home. I, and I like that aspect of it. Like you know even though you're far away, you can go to a game and, and they do uh, you know.
1: And we can't end it right here, um at least my final thought, and if, if you have another one, you can say it, but like I do think people overreact about like players not wanting to play in Europe because of just being away from home.
0: yeah, that's to me tough.
1: I think that i not to me, I think that's shit, like personally oh, like, okay. like we've se- no, because look we've seen it in other sports. look, if the money's there, people will go over there. I mean, shit, look at world football, like people go from all the way to Argentina to like England to play. To play the sport they love at the end of the day if you want to play in the nfl look people go live in and even if we want to keep it to just american football people go play in fucking green bay like at the end of the day i would never live in green bay on my own like why it's cold there's nothing to do there it's a small town it's wisconsin like it's flat like what the hell am i gonna do there yeah. but people go there because you know you want to play for the green bay packers at the end of the day you want to play in the nfl would you rather be in los angeles would you rather be in new york miami chicago yeah but it's like in the day Green Bay Packers drafted me. I'm going to be there. And I don't think if you tell a player like, oh yeah, you got to go live in Paris and go play the game you've worked so hard for in Paris. Like, I don't think that's like a hard sell to people as like people think it is. I think people think it's a way bigger deal than it actually is. Because like I said, we see it in basketball players go to Europe all the time. Uh, A world football, soccer, like obviously you get people from all over the freaking globe that go there. Like, (laughs) I mean, even Americans go over there to play and want to go over there i don't th- I don't think that's really a big issue, like people are making it out to be. I, I think that's the least of their worries as players these players are going to go regardless.
0: I, I would tend to disagree with you because what football what it goes from August to February that's like six, seven months. Um, so half the year, you know you're training, your, your everything's all football. Um, you know but you know these and players the weather's from, better there. From a player' perspective. From a player's perspective, you know, you do have a life, right? You have a job to do for six, seven months, you know, if you make it all the way to the Super Bowl. But then afterwards, like, you have a life to live. So I definitely think it's tough. Traveling is tough. Uh, uh, the schedule that they have is tough. So, so to go international and be have a regular team, like, you know, obviously you want to have a home base, especially if, if you're going to work, you know, if you're going to work in Miami, if you're a Miami Dolphin, you want to have a house there or something, you know. A uh, base there to, but that's to go what I'm saying. To, we, we, if you have a family, that's tough, man. If you have a family, that's live
1: tough. Cross country, like how many players are from California and then live in Florida and they often they just like it there. I mean, we can see that same, and that happens like in other sports. Like I said, people like you know, they play in Spain or they play in Germany, and they just like it there and they stay there. And then if you're fostering a fan base anyways, there and you're going to have more kids wanting to play this sport and wanting to play there, you're going to get kids probably from there that don't mind being there. And I don't know. I just think I, I just I, like look. If you told me I had to go to Green Bay and play in the Packers in that freezing, for your fucking job, cold for your job, front, frozen, yeah, for my job, or I can go play in Madrid. If I'm going city to city, like I'd rather go play in Madrid. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean?
0: Uh, you have a soccer bias, okay. So you have well, a no, job, cur- no, but uh, you would have Would cur- you
1: rather? Would you rather live in playing Green Bay in that freezing ass fucking cold? Okay. In a small town with nothing to do, or go live in Paris and play. Well, football. that's what I'm talking about. See, I'm that's talking I'm about saying. personal
0: like, life and professional life, right? Pro, uh, your personal life—you live in South Florida. right? You live in Hollywood, and your job is around your job, right? Why don't you get an apartment in, in, in London right now? Why, Julian? Why don't you, you? You have a job. You can, you know, you work, you know, generally online. Uh, I don't know. Well, what, I'm not getting
1: doing. paid to move though. If I'm not getting paid millions of dollars, so, so if I'm getting paid a million dollars to move to London, then I'm going to fucking move to London. So that, that's, like, what I mean, that's what
0: I'm saying. So so currently, right now... And you if know, I you like
1: th- it there, I like it there. I think we put too much emphasis on, like, everybody's just going to hate it there. They're just not going to, like, they don't want to live out there. I don't think that's a, a really a big deal. Like I'm sure for some players, yeah, that's a big deal because some players are homebodies. They want to be home. They like playing for their home team. But I think for other players... Like if you're a player that grew up in like, I don't know, Oregon, like do you and you just never really cared for it there anyways. It's like, OK, I'm open. Well, I don't want to go back to Oregon. Like, you know see, what I mean? Like, it's just like
0: I think you got a little bit of soccer bias, because obviously if you're talking about football, football in America, very huge. Talking about soccer internationally, it's even bigger. So there's definitely more money in soccer. So if you're talking about you're talking about personal life, living in a city versus well, the no, if life you, have a, you have to live no, to work.
1: But if you're playing for an NFL team, where you're getting paid millions of dollars to play, that's what I'm not referring to soccer. I'm referring to NFL team being there.
0: I'm just I'm just critiquing your you're critiquing the players are like, oh, you should go you should go to Madrid, you should go to London and play. You shouldn't you shouldn't be happy about you Should
1: but I just don't. I'm not saying you should. I'm saying I don't think that's like a hard sell as people are making it out to be. Yeah. people make that out to be a way harder sell than it actually is and I think it's just a lot of people who just don't like the idea of having international games I'm like, like at the end of the day like if there's players that I'm sure there's players that really don't mind going out there if you're in your 20s bro and you get to like play in fucking Paris like and make millions of dollars like I just I don't well, see that as like a huge turnoff for a lot of people. I think like if soccer- you told me I got if I got paid a a million like five million dollars a year to be the quarterback of the fucking Paris Coyotes, um, uh, am no like, I? There's no
0: coyotes in I, I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Paris Saints. Let's say they're no longer the New Orleans Saints. So the Paris Saints. Like, and I'm getting paid fifty million dollars a year to play like the sport well, that I played since I was a kid and play the position and be for a good team. Who's to say yeah. they would be a bad team? Play for a good team? Like, I don't think that's as hard as to sell as people act like it is. Well, you know... Like, meanwhile, there's players. players going to fucking Green Bay, like I said, like, that, and Buffalo. You want to go to
0: Buffalo, Gabe? It's <laughs> like... I mean, I've never been. I'm sure there's beautiful people. I would love to visit. Did you go to Buffalo? Oh, no. That was, did you go? You went to go visit the waterfall. Didn't you go on a trip? No, I've or never was that JoJo? Seen it.
1: I want to. I think, I, I, JoJo's uh, never traveled anywhere. Oh, uh, that's like,
0: where yeah. he lives, anyways. JoJo,
1: yeah, jo- 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 jo only, yeah he's, from, he's
0: from. He needs to come life. back on his spot. He needs to apologize for, <laughs> for his slander. But uh, let me talk real quick uh, as we close this down. Let me talk about, real quick, the NHL. We're obviously in the NHL playoffs. Uh, as we record this today, uh, my Panthers are playing the Toronto Leaves. We almost well, we could have swept them. We didn't play very well last game, uh, game four. We could have swept them in game four, ended up 2-1. But we're playing tonight, uh, game five, uh, at Toronto. Uh, Bro,
1: I had my broom out. I had my broom uh, out. I was ready. Okay,
0: man. You know I what? I was ready for this. Gentleman sweep. sweep a gentleman sweep, man. A gentleman sweep is as uh, good. You know what? Any professional team, I, I give respect. Even the teams I hate. Even you, freaking Knicks fans. We'll talk about that next. How? I always, I always <laughs> give a professional team. I always give you one game in a series of seven. I will give you one game. So it's always in five. Right? Panthers in five. Heat in five. Always give a so. You know?
1: I think the ticket thing has worked out for them too. I watched those games, and I'm seeing mostly Panthers yeah. fans. Like maybe people that are there who can see like the top and the middle. Like maybe they beg to differ, but at least from what I can see on TV on the bottom, it seems like the the Panthers ticket thing is like it's working.
0: And you know what? That's Honestly. a tough thing overall this entire season because we just played Boston. There was a lot of Boston. Man. Anytime, so anytime I've gone to to Panthers games, there's always a mix. I would say like it's a six. I would say a 60-40 maybe a 70-30 mix there's you can definitely see the other fans uh in the building on the lower bowl lower closer around the actual rink uh a lot of panthers fans but like in the mid up in the back you can see uh, other fans I, i've been to games I've, a lot of leafs fans i've seen a lot of leafs fans i've seen a lot of uh sabers fans when we play buffalo uh i've seen Almost a lot of panthers i've seen uh uh not panthers uh, anybody from the northeast predators predators, <laughs> predators the national predators i've seen them so you know, and you know, a lot of times you people buy these season tickets and they just sell them to whoever. They don't know who they're selling it to. They just sell it to whoever. They sell it back, and whoever gets in there. But um, yeah, man, I, I'm very proud of, of the Panthers season so far. Uh, obviously, we get in as a wild card. Uh, we beat the Bruins in seven. One of the well, best that, records well, that, in the season. We haven't talked. We haven't talked about the Panthers at all. This, well, that well, this well that
1: season. was the thing too. Is like. You said you you know you were happy about the season. To me, I was like extremely disappointed in the season. I mean, you went from the president's trophy. Yes, you had a big trade with like Huberdo yes. being gone, but you also picked up pieces that really helped. And for the most part, the team is still intact, and it wasn't like the team had major changes. Um, but you went from the president's trophy to then being like barely squeezing in in like the last couple games. Yeah, and I'm like, th- to me, the season as a regular season was a disappointment, but the postseason. Like has been a huge surprise to me. It seems like the regular season this year is what we should have saw from the Panthers last year in the playoffs. Obviously, the Panthers had a good first round, but then you get swept in the second round of Tampa. But like now, we're seeing the Panthers on the verge of going to the conference final, Eastern Conference Finals, and that's what I expected from them last year. Yeah, but we all know how hockey playoffs roll. President's Trophy curse. You never, they've never. I don't know how long it's been. I don't know how long it's been. It's like the Madden um, curse. And then, and then a lot of those lower seeds, man, they just ho- – hockey upsets are so big. It's like college basketball almost. And I think the Panthers could be the first – if they continue on this track, like, I mean, maybe they see a repeat of the L.A. Kings in 2012, eighth seed that wins it all. Um, but I do think the Panthers are better than what their seed is. Uh, kind of like what we see in the NBA. i I don't, I think for different reasons why it's like that, but I think the Panthers in general are better than what their seed is. And we're starting to see that now. And now that the Panthers are about to, let's just say they're going to beat the Maple Leafs. They should have swept them, but yeah. they're going to beat them. I think they play in game well in five in at, at, at Toronto. I mean, you play two games at, away in Canada too. Like that's not an easy place to play at yeah. all in Toronto and they won twice. And I think I wouldn't be shocked if some, Toronto wins this one again at home but the moment they're coming back I, there's no way to get past game 6 I can, I would like to see a game 5 and I'm leaning towards wanting to pick them for game 5 but I am not, wouldn't be terribly surprised that now Toronto you get a game away you're kind of a little amped up, you're going back home in front of your crowd and then you get another one but oh, I think you still get knocked out game 6
0: I get up. I get up for away games. Away games you only have one one game to win and it's an away. Oh I get up for all those games because I l I I wanna hear the crowd I just wanna hear the crowd quiet. <laughs> just the silence of oh, just the the exhaust the exhaust of them breathing out and like them like oh shit, because you know a lot of the Leafs fans they remind me of Knicks fans. They haven't won since like 1962 or something since before my dad was my dad was like five years old when the last time the Leafs won. Listen, we got a nice young team. We won. You talk, you talk about the trades. We won the trade. I feel like we won the uh, Matt Kachuk trade. He's been very good for us. Uh, best player, I think, better than Barky. Yeah, that's
1: much. what I'm saying. Like, I don't think they you you really lost. I mean, for the like, I mean, Matt he ended up being MVP. Uh, in the all-star game, made the all-star team like he's been a really good play. Yeah, yeah you lost Hubert Bassa for the most part. Outside of that, like you you kind of have the same team, like yeah. you haven't much, and then you kinda get a younger guy once you get rid of Hubert. I mean
0: and what listen we're gonna talk about NBA, but I feel like once we got past the Bruins, we, we gave Bruins hell. Once we got past the Bruins like the Leafs to me this is like this is like nothing like this is like a nothing franchise. They don't win a lot. They oh, this is their first the time getting to second round. They're they're super hyped. They might have more fans. They might be louder than us, but guess what? I feel like our team, if you're talking about team play performance, I feel like the the Panthers Dude, have
1: this easy. The trash talk I saw from the Maple Leafs when the Panthers won the series, they're like, "Oh, Maple Leafs easy going to the conference finals." like bro get the fuck out of here everybody knows get, the to, the a team get to the second round get to the second round everybody knows that the panthers are a better team than you. and i think i look i think last year i was like all right the panthers like goal is to win it all you got to win it all like you you you're in the playoffs last year you got over this hump of getting past the first round the first time in a long time and mm. then I, I expected them to beat the Lightning. I mean, they've been beating the Lightning all year that season, and they didn't make it. Now you beat the you beat the Leafs, and then you look at the rest of the bracket. Like, I mean, so right now Carolina is. I I I expect like I to me, uh, what I'm expecting out of this team is you got to win it all. Like, I would be disappointed if they they get knocked out. Yeah, personally.
0: So, so Carolina, like,
1: I'm not, I'm not happy with you get to the conference finals. You know, it's another step, another. What's well, another step? Because
0: we we right we're, right. we're not we don't we don't have that yeah. we don't have that story. Yeah, because like you st- went
1: to the first round and then last year you made it to the second round and now this year you make it to the conference finals. But like, it's improvement to me. I still think you you have to at least make it to the Stanley Cup. I, I'm not going to say win it all, but you got to at least make it to the Stanley Cup. I think the path is there because you beat you beat uh the bruins with the best na- the
0: best yeah. one of the one of the best records in this uh, uh you know
1: of all time in the yeah. NHL, and uh, now you beat the and now you're going to you're going to go up against carolina i mm-hmm. like that match Carolina's a carolina tough team. i think carolina a tough team carolina is a tough team i mean they're they were first in their division but like you beat the bruins man like you can win this like like to me i want to see them i expect them after beating the bruins i expect this team to go to the stanley cup Listen. Not to w- I, look. Winning it is that's another thing, but I expect them to at least make it to the Stanley Cup. Now that I mean you beat the best team in the league this year. Like, look, no, Panthers, no like, Panthers. The Panthers. The Hurricanes are no like walk on, but like. I, I want to see you guys in the cup, like, at the end of the day.
0: We'll, we'll see tonight. We'll, we'll have the results. By the next week, we'll have results. We'll see. I, I have faith in, in the Panthers going forward. All right, let's talk about the other uh, playoff series going on. Obviously, uh, NBA series is well ratched up. Uh, I just want to talk about my, my, my Miami Heat. I'm obviously just wearing my, uh, you know, my heat shirt. i got my heat hat on. Uh, we can talk about the series, the Knicks series. I honestly, a little bit upset uh, uh, this last game, Game 5. I really thought, like I said, I get up for away games uh, when we're at New York uh, playing the Knicks. And uh, I was really, I would have wanted a gentleman sweep, you know, a gentleman sweep. Like I said, I gave every professional team, I give you one game, okay? Heat and five. I've been saying this since the beginning. Since we, so we were playing the Bucks, playing the Knicks. It's always heat and five. Um, but obviously we go to Game 6 at home. Julian, uh, I don't know how you feel about the Miami Heat uh, season this year. Overall, But, like, do you really think that the Knicks can pull it out? Like, they can just win the next th- two games or three games uh, to game seven?
1: No. I mean, they got lucky that the Heat didn't. I mean, they, they gave up such a huge lead, and I think it came down to, like, three points. I think the Heat kind of fumbled the bag a little bit at the end of those last, like, two minutes of the game. I mean, you closed that gap super, like, to, to think about three at least i want to say three points i want to yeah, say that so within, yeah, that's yeah three points it. i think that was the closest it got like you made this massive jump because i think at the most Knicks had a 19 point lead and you close it up i just feel like i just feel like you kind of let the game go like because then they end up losing i believe by seven or eight points i just felt like you kind of took your foot off the gas a little bit and i don't know i, I just didn't like the way the end of that game was managed um, but it's whatever. You go on to the next game. You're coming back home to. Oh wait, yeah, you're coming back home to yeah, Miami. Yeah, it's in Miami. Tonight. Um, you, 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 you kill them right here. You just put them out of their misery. Yeah, you know they don't. They they shouldn't even deserve to be in this game. They should have lost that game last week. I mean, to give up that big of a lead and then have it come down to the end like that, especially since like I I don't know where they ended off the game in, but like the role players for the Heat put up or played way better than the role players for the Knicks. I think the Knicks bench only got like eight points. When I saw it on the TV at the time, it was like three minutes left in the fourth quarter. The Knicks only had six points off the bench. Six points off the bench. And you expect to beat the Heat in the series with only six, eight points off the bench? Like, no, you're you're gonna get smoked. Meanwhile, the Heat had, at least at the time, I don't know what it ended up, at the time, 42 points off the bench. Look, I think championships are are won by your bench and your role players. If you don't got the depth to to go all the way, like you're just not gonna win it all. Like to me, yeah. like you gotta have those guys coming off the bench putting up points. Look, you can have playoff Jimmy. Jimmy's gonna go off. He's gonna get his thirty to forty, but you need those guys off the bench to help supplement them, especially in yeah. today's NBA where points are coming up like crazy. I mean, you can't you cannot play Jalen Brunson the entire game without any rest.
0: I think that's when he's your best player, I think you have to because Julius Randle made the answer.
1: I understand why they did it. Yeah. I'm saying you shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. You can't and, you can't you can't play your player the entire game every single minute. You need to have those guys off the bench to do it. And we talked about with the Knicks. The Knicks, I mean obviously the New York fandom is so strong, like everybody it thinks is, I mean, yeah. they're the cowboys of the fucking basketball, like they're just like,
0: <laughs> yo, they won game two and they're talking about a Lakers Knicks finals already. I'm like, yo, y'all, listen, y'all haven't. I, I, I'm a Miami Heat fan, I've been, to, the I've, been to the I've been to the finals, I've been to the Eastern Conference finals, I've been to the finals, I know what it's like to be a fan. Y'all are just hyperventilating. You went one game, now they went two games, uh, obviously on the road, but listen, Jimmy uh, didn't play particularly well this game five, um. Uh, I know he's a closer I, whenever I see a, I, I, I'm not even worried at halftime there's like a 20 point gap where they're the heater up or the heater down I'm not even worried and that about shows it. In why the NBA, important the benches about nothing that, exactly um, and you know I would say Jimmy didn't play particularly well this game he kind of disappeared I don't know if he's still de- uh, dealing with the injury obviously coming off on his ankle but I'm not going to make excuses for it uh, it was a piss poor performance uh, uh, by the Heat, this game, that game too, that the, the Heat lost was easily winnable. That was a, a, a defeatable game. They could have, they could have sw- uh, uh, took two games away in New York, uh, game two. But I'm not. Listen, I'm I'm very relaxed. I'm very relaxed. I said Heat in five. Guess what? We got to go to game six at home in Miami. I'm very relaxed. I, I have That's nothing. What I said, to that, bro? They about. were sweating
1: in game five. I mean, sweating. No. And yeah, right here, eight points off the bench. That's insane. Eight points off the bench. Your 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 whole offense is ran through three players: R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, and Brunson. Like, I'm Much? sorry, but like you you just can't you can't win like that. Like you just can't. Like you. Well, what happens when Brunson's off? Like, what happens when he just can't? There's put nobody else. You're going
0: rely on Obi Topping. Up. I mean, who are you gonna rely on?
1: Butler. Didn't Derrick Rose hasn't hit the back He hasn't hit the floor yet. Like, look, look, Butler hasn't had a good game for his own standards. He had a 19 points. Before zone his own standards, we expect him to put up more, especially in today's NBA. But the team around him was still good enough. Like Duncan Robinson had a pretty good game, 17 points in 22 minutes. He he couldn't get some of those last-minute threes, and he kind of, where they're very crucial, he made one that was, like, pretty big towards the end. But he took a lot of threes at the end that I felt like just— and when I talk about like the way they ended that game, I didn't really like, I didn't like the way that I felt like the heat shot a lot of threes at the end of that game that I felt like you could have just took it to the paint and closed the gap a little bit more. But yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, like Knicks fans, you cannot get hype when you literally score eight points off the bench. Like, I'm sorry. Like you can't
0: <laughs> Celt- you go
1: against the Celtics. i go against the Celtics. Eight crazy. points off the bench. Crazy. You're no, you're gonna get smoked by the Celtics or it's the. Because I think the Celtics are coming out of it.
0: Uh, well, we'll see. More game. I, I want to wait for advance. Yeah, I know. I'm I, happy I want... for the Nuggets. What kind of an upset for the Suns? I, I just want to save this topic for later when JoJo's here because I want him. I want him to come apologize to me and my hate. But uh, let's end it here. Let's wrap it up here. We'll, we'll come next week. Hopefully, we'll have JoJo on. We'll talk about the rest of the season. Oh, well, by the
1: time so we'll yeah. we'll end it so. Predictions: Sixers, Celtics, Lakers, Warriors, Heat, Knicks. Because by the time next week, all these games are done by Monday. Ow. Well, Monday the latest if the Heat go to Game Seven, but Sunday. I got. I think Warriors come out of it. I think they win today.
0: Warriors beat. And I to think they win. Or Warriors beat Lakers.
1: Yeah, I think Warriors win today, and I think they win Saturday. I think Lakers get knocked out. I think. Yeah. I think Celtics win it all. Even though you're at Philly, I think Celtics advance – and then, obviously, I think the Heat advance tonight.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to agree with the Miami Heat advancing. I'm going to agree with Boston advancing. But I think the Lakers, one of the hottest teams in the playoffs. Uh, really? Obviously, it's tough Tough with AD. AD was, you know, you saw how well AD plays. But, obviously, him going down with the injury with the apparent concussion. I don't know what the update is. I haven't looked at it. Uh, but uh, I think the Lakers are a hot team. And I'm going to go with the hot hand.
1: War- Warriors are 8-2 in must-win games. Elimination games. We so shall at home. see. We're playing one at home tonight.
0: Yeah.
1: It's going. Do you think it's going to Game
0: Seven? I don't think it's going to Game Seven. Huh. Wow, I the you think the Lakers are
1: gonna close it tonight. All right. I don't think it's going to Game Seven. I'm a little. I'm a little surprised by that. I think it's for Georgia, sure going to Game Seven.
0: Listen, Jojo's gonna like what he hears, but we'll have them on we'll have them on discuss everything going on nba plus
1: conference final
0: nhl playoffs we'll have that everything next week hopefully we'll have uh jojo back in the house julian tell them where they can find the podcast
1: you can find the podcast anywhere you get your podcast as well as youtube twitter instagram facebook any all the social medias and like i said anywhere you get your podcast so yeah any final thoughts
0: game Listen, man, very exciting. I'm very. Yo, shout, I want to shout out to Real Fans FC. Thank you all for for checking us out. Not only this show that we're, you know, we do NFL, NBA, MLB, but also Real Fans FC. Y'all check that show out because I went on there, hopped on in real quick. So if y'all not talking on a second. <laughs> he's the expert. Julian's the expert on all that stuff. I can't talk about anything soccer. I just a little, little. I know a little bit about Inter Miami, and that's all I know. Um, but yeah. but yeah, man, we appreciate y'all. Thank you all for checking us out. Thank you for the downloads and subscriptions. Yeah. got Let us hit a hundred, boys. We're one away. We need one more subscriber. Give us that 100. Yeah. One (laughs) Hondo baby. All right, man. We'll see y'all next week, man. Peace. See ya.